This is the Sanctuary LA podcast. We are a real church for real people in the heart of downtown Los Angeles. And all that. So we're jumping into um, a series this month called The Big Four. Everybody say The Big Four. Look at your neighbor say The Big Four. Okay, and so we're, we're, we're talking about these, these things, and I'm going to pray here in a minute, just kind of give you a little interlude of the month, um, a little preface here, uh, the big four, and just talking about how when, when you serve the Lord and say yes to Jesus and his nature gets inside of you, um, you start to change. Anybody know what I'm talking about? You start to do some different things. You live a different way. You are a different person. Um, and so, uh, and we're going to talk about, these aren't the only four. These are just things I feel like God kind of put on our heart to share this month. And giving is one of them. And it's not just financial. It's much more than that. That's, the message isn't even really going to necessarily touch on that. It's just more the nature of giving because God is a giver. Amen. And then we're going to talk about serving next week. And actually, my wife is preaching next week. Yeah. So... All right. Don't get too excited. Jeez. I still got to listen to me preach today, you know. Uh, but she's preaching next week, and then she's going to preach on serving, and then we're going to talk about loving um, third week of the month, and then last week of the month, we're going to talk about um, praying. So giving, serving, uh, loving, and praying. Amen? How many, how, don't those qualify as a big four? Can I, is, that, is that safe to say? Um, and serving the Lord, and when, you, when your life has been touched by the Lord, sanctified and set apart, these things start to flow through you. Amen? Start to flow through you. You got some life flowing through you. You're different. Somebody say amen. You know, uh, and so, awesome. So turning your Bibles to Jeremiah chapter 29, we're going to talk about giving uh, today in Jeremiah chapter 29. And I'm going to, uh, they're going to throw verse 7 up here, but I'm going to read a little bit before that. Um, and, and then let me just open up in prayer. We're going to jump right in. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the Bible. We thank you that, Lord, we as a community believe that this is God's word, that it is not just a historical text. It is a divine text. It's God-breathed. It's given by inspiration of the Holy Spirit. And Lord, I thank you when we look into this, Father God, we see Jesus and everything in here. And Lord, when we gaze into this, we're transformed even into the same image from glory to glory. Lord, we're transformed by the Spirit of the Lord into the very nature of God. We thank you, Lord. Change us and make us more like Jesus today. And everybody said... Amen. So in Jeremiah chapter 29, what happened was God's people, um, there was a a ruling power of the day, uh, Babylon, Nebuchadnezzar, and he took God's people and he brought them out of their country, out of Jerusalem, and said, y'all going to go to Babylon uh, for 70 years. Somebody say 70 years. Somebody say process. Anybody ever been through a process? God ever take you through a process? Okay. And so what happened was then God spoke to Jeremiah. Jeremiah wrote a letter and said, send it to them. Because they're already in Babylon. Jeremiah's still in Jerusalem. He's like, here's a letter from God. Send it to them in their process. They're just about to start a process. And God spoke to the prophet and said, hey, give this to them because they're not doing so good right now, knowing that they're going to be there for a minute. And they got taken out of their country. And they're about to go through a process. Anybody Anybody ever been in a strange place? And you're like, Lord, what are you doing with me here? Anybody been in a job? And you're like, Lord, this must not be you. Anybody in a relationship and you're like, Lord, this must not be you. Anybody ever been in a marriage and you said, Lord, help me, Jesus. All right. Am I too real for y'all? Is this too real? Real church for real people? Anybody ever been in a church and you're like, Lord, God, deliver me. 
Anyone? That's okay. It's okay. Just, it better not be here. It better not be this place. This is a blessed place. God is here. Come on, somebody. But I'm sure you've had frustration since you've been here once or twice. All right? No more than that. All right. Here we go. So this is where they are. This is where God's people is. God's people. It's God's people. And God took them to a strange place, an awkward place, um, quote, unquote, from their perspective, unfavorable. Nothing fun about it. What are we doing in Babylon with a bunch of pagans and we're God's people? Somebody say amen. Okay, here we go. So here's the letter. I'll start in verse 4, and we'll get down to verse 7. It says, um, thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, to all who were carried away captive, whom I've caused, whom I've caused, whom I've caused, whom I've caused to be carried away. Somebody say process. From Jerusalem to Babylon. This is what he told them to do. They were getting discouraged. They were getting um, antsy. They were not content with where God had them. And this is what God told them. He said, build houses. Probably the last thing they wanted, they wanted the word to say, thus says the Lord, you shall go now and leave and go back to your country. No, he said, build houses. You know, build houses, build something. Uh, I don't really like this job. Make it work. I don't, I, this man, I don't know about this. No, build, make it work. You ain't going nowhere. You're not getting a divorce. Make it work. Somebody say amen. If you still got that job, you're going to be there tomorrow. Make it work. That's what he said. He said, build houses. How about y'all just build some houses? Come on, somebody. I don't really like this. I don't really like this place. I don't really like my family. Make the best of it you can. Build houses. Somebody, I know you got a little chuckles in the room here this morning. Build houses and dwell in them. Plant. Plant. Sow. Give. Make the place better. Mm-hmm. Make the job better. Make the relationship better. You're in a process. God doesn't want you to go anywhere. Make it better. Don't sit and complain about where you are. Make it better. Well, I I grew up like this. I don't like the family. Too late. That's where God put you. Make it better. Come on, somebody. Anybody ever? When you were a kid, I'm going to run away. I'm, I'm leaving. You know what my mama said? Do not leave the door open on your way out. Actually, she said it a different way. She said, don't let it hit you on the way out. That's what mama said. And look, sometimes I think we want to run away from God's process sometimes. And just because it's not easy doesn't mean it's not God. Oh, Jesus. That's a tweetable quote. Hashtag process. This is what he told him. Build houses, dwell in them, plant gardens, and eat their fruit. All right? Get wives, not, well, like one wife, but multiple, she's talking about multiple dudes, say get wives, not one dude, get wives. Somebody say amen. All right, yeah. Uh, Take wives, have sons, daughters, be fruitful, uh, and take wives for your sons and give your daughters. Talking about generations now. He's like, look, this ain't going to be two weeks. This ain't going to be five years. Plant yourself, make it better. Where God plants you, you got to bloom where you're planted. Make it better where you are. I'm not saying that nothing will ever change and nothing is ever going to shift and move. But if you're there now, baby, make it better. If you're in that place right now, make it more better. Come on, somebody. We were talking about the big, the big four. Give in the place. Don't let your condition rob you of your contribution. Yeah. 
Amen, Pastor Sean. Preach it, brother. <laughs> preach it, white boy. Preach that word. I'm going to come down here with you and say amen to the preacher. Right? Build. All right? That, that you may, look at that, you may be increased there and not diminished. Increase, bless, and be a blessing. Bless to be a blessing. The environment might not be your favorite spot, but check it out. You have Jesus inside of you, and you can make that thing better because God's inside of you. You have the Holy Spirit inside of you. That family's better because you're there. That home is better because you're there. That job is better because you're there. Them crazy people at your job that you see in, at the break room, it's better because you're there. You make it better. You make it better. Don't quit, quit, quit blaming and, and casting blame and saying this person, that person. No, you have the ability in Christ to make it better. God said, look, you're going to be there for 70 years, so you might as well build some houses, have some babies, have them babies have babies, and let's start something here because there is a day coming where the shift will happen, but until it does make it better. Amen. Come on, somebody. When we moved into this building, we're like, we're going to make it better. We're going to make it better. How long are we going to be here? I don't know. When my cousin was here from Canada, my wife's cousin, they're like, man, you're going to outgrow this place. Well, we're going to make it better till we do. And we're going to creatively figure out a way to do 15 services on a Sunday. Somebody say amen. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All the leaders are like, no, that's, that is not the Lord. That is not God. Pastor Nick, would be, his voice would be gone by the second service. Gone. Toast. We'd be singing like this. We'll just track the whole thing, and y'all can just lip sync it. All right? Look at this. Uh, that you may be increased there. Here it is. Verse 7. Here it is. Here it is. Giving. Everybody say giving. giving. This is what he told him to do. This is what he told him to do. And seek the peace of the city where I have caused you to be carried away captive. Give. Don't allow your sorrow to get in the way of your sowing. It wasn't the best spot. They didn't enjoy it. But God, God said, look, y'all, this is what I want you to do while you're there is be a blessing to the big picture while you're there. Seek the peace of the city where I have caused you to be carried away captive and pray. Everybody say pray. And, and pray to the Lord for it. Uh, we're going to have worship and prayer night this Wednesday. And we're going to pray for our city. When we, you know, because there's something bigger that God has called the church to do than just bless us. It's... There's people out there that don't know Jesus. And so, so, so we as a church pray and pray to the Lord for it. He didn't say get in the, start a little um, connect group called Woe Is Me Connect Group and meet on Wednesday nights. Come on, somebody. He was like, start a connect group in Babylon and pray for the city. And uh, could you imagine a, a, a Jew, a Hebrew, like the, the, their whole thing was geographic. The, the, Jerusalem, Israel. That's our place. God put him in a pagan area, and God's like, bless this environment that has nothing to do with your legacy or lineage, but because you're here, bless it. Somebody say give. give. And let's look at this in the NLT version here. Okay, wait, let's read it at the end. Then pray to the Lord for it. For in its peace, you will have peace. In your giving, you will be blessed. In your blessing, you will be blessed. Don't let your weeping hinder your sowing. Giving keeps our eyes on God's grand plan. As believers, we are givers one way or another. Our time, our talent, our prayers in this specific context, we are givers. Look at um, in this verse, verse 7, in the NLT, the, uh, it's, a, it's just more of a broken down uh, um, 
translation, and, and work for the peace and prosperity of the city where I sent you into exile. Pray to the Lord for it, for its welfare will determine your welfare. And I'm here to say, if Boyle Heights isn't blessed, we don't deserve to be blessed as a community. We're here to bless the community. So if the community suffers and we're blessed in here, something is wrong with y'all and me. You need to fire me and get another pastor. I'm just kidding. Don't do that. Don't fire me. <laughs> Some of you are about to text somebody right now. Don't do that. But, but if the city, if what's outside these doors isn't getting better because of us, we are doing something wrong. If what's outside, and it's as minimal and small as, I don't know, if, if just at times we've gone out and just cleaned. I, I went uh, recently, uh, just this past Thursday, to Mendez High School across the street to get involved in their, um, in their Fellowship of Christian Athletes program. Uh, one of the counselors at that school actually attends the church here. Where's Jessica? Is she, where's she? I'm I don't, where's Jeff? Oh, she's like hiding. But, 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 but this is, there's more to this than this right here. This is beautiful. This is part of the kingdom, us gathering and, and, and all that good stuff. But we are here to bless the city that my heart is that high school's got to get better. I'm not saying it's bad, but because we're here, it's going to get better. And, and that Christian program, hopefully, uh, is going to get better, that we can have people a part of that and sowing into the young people in this region, that, that the businesses around here ought to get better. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. That, that we take, you know, if we take, uh, we're here to, to make the land better. They, they were in a, in a foreign land, and God said, make it better. And if it gets better, I'm going to bless you for it. Come on, somebody. All right. Uh, and so here, here's like my first thought here up on the screen. Giving is an opportunity to live for something bigger than me. That's what giving is all about. Giving is an opportunity to live for something bigger than me. We, we brought up um, Deacon um, John and Pessy, um, uh, that beautiful couple here, and, 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 and they're giving. We are in this environment right now, and they're not the only ones. Uh, we did for one what we wish we could do for all in that moment, but we, we are here because of their giving, that they are, have given themselves to the house of God. They have given themselves to something bigger than themselves, and we're going to have something more than ourselves. When we give ourselves to something bigger than ourselves, we're going to obtain and acquire something that is bigger than ourselves. Come on, somebody. Amen. Look at, look at this. So once again, giving is an opportunity to live for something bigger than me. Um, Ephesians chapter 4, if you want to turn there. Verse 12, just one scripture there, um, if you want to turn there. Uh, and, and don't wait to give. Uh, be a giver where you are now. Be a giver where you are now. You can give now. You have something to give now. God was like, look, I don't wait to go back to Jerusalem. Build, have babies, and bless the city. Give now. Give now. Amen? Give now. Don't allow the process to overshadow your generosity. Don't allow the process to overshadow your generosity. We got to keep our eyes on the grand picture, on the big picture. We got to give. Your marriage might not be perfect, but maybe you ought to just give right now. You might be having problems in your marriage, but maybe you ought to just buy her some flowers right now. Don't wait for Valentine's Day. Come on, somebody. Because you're going to wait a long time now because it just passed. So I'm just saying, right? Like, don't wait. Don't, don't wait for your wife to do something just right. <laughs> I got an amen 
from the wives in the building. They're like, hey, man, come on now. Give me those flowers now. Like, I know I wasn't acting 100% last night, but come on now. Give me some flowers, and I just might give you 100%. (laughs) Come on now, wives. Don't wait for him to do what he does that makes you all happy and all that. How about you just give now? Come on now. Give. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Give. You know what I'm saying? Come on now. Give now. All right. All the husbands are smiling. Look at that. <laughs> give now. So now. Right? And some, some people, I think that, that even in your calling, we're going to get to Ephesians 4, even in your calling, you're called, you're gifted. Man, you got to sow that thing now. If you can play an instrument, do do it. Do it. Stay on the grind now. You just don't know what's going to happen down the road. He's like, look, build now. Have babies now. You know, bless the city now because I'm coming with my word according to the prophet Jeremiah. And y'all are coming out, but you got to do the thing now. You got to sow now. You got to work it now. All right. When, when my kids ask for something, sometimes they want cookies or my kids really like cheese. I don't know why. It's my wife. My wife likes cheese. So, so when they come to me and they both want the same thing, what I will do is I'll say, here you go. Give this. If it's Nico, I'll say, Nico, give this to Gia, then come back and get yours. And if Gia comes and say, hey, give this to me, go get I want them to understand that there's more about this than you just getting yours. So in that moment, I'll be like, here's your little, I'll open the little cheese packet. I'll be like, hey, go, don't, don't bite it, son. Go give it to Gia, and then you can come and get yours. And they are happy. He's like, Gia, here's some cheese, girl. Dada, I gave it to her. But you be a blessing so the Father can bless you. See, I blessed Nico with two pieces of cheese, and he gave one away. He had to. It was, it was commanded. It came. It was an oracle of God. The father spoke to the son and said, boy, here's two. Give one away. I'll give you the other one. And so, and so uh, we are blessed to be a blessing. Any blessing. We are not blessed. Blessing is a secondary consequence of being a blessing, meaning blessing isn't the end. It is the beginning of something that we are never blessed to just be blessed. That is, that is not good theology. It is not good Bible. That, that's something else. I don't know what that is. <laughs> you know, that's, that's something else. Uh, but the blessing of God, it always comes. It's first, but then you are a blessing. And many times God will, God will say, I want you to be a blessing within your means now. If you're faithful with little, I will give you much. That giving is the very nature of God in us. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 12. It says, from whom the whole body. Everybody say the whole body. body. Everybody say joined and knit together. together. Look at your neighbor and say, we're joined and knit together. Look at somebody else and tell them, tell them you are stuck with me. Look at, you know, all right. Joined and knit together. You're stuck. You know, I ain't going nowhere. So if you don't like me, well, you better start. I mean, by faith. Just like me by faith, because I ain't going nowhere. Come on, somebody. Like me by faith. Look at your neighbor and say, like me by faith. Just like me by faith. Like me by faith. Yes, Lord, I, I love that brother. You ever hear church folks? I don't like them, but I love them. <laughs> I don't like them. I don't like them, but I, I'm commanded to love them. I, I mean, what, how does that work, right? That means I don't have feelings or anything whatsoever, but I am commanded to love them. I love them in Jesus' name. All right. Got somebody struggling in the back, people. 
It's all right. We're a real church for real people. Come on, somebody. You could be yourself up in here. All right. From whom the whole body joined and knit together, joined and knit together, the whole body, the whole body, by what every joint supplies, every joint supplies, every joint supplies, giving every joint supplies, every joint in my house, the part of their job is to clean the toys up, and I always vent about this, but if we're working on it, and so I have to bribe them uh, to get them to clean up their toys. <laughs> But they do their part. They got to do their part. They got to do their part. They, got, they do their part. Every joint supplies. You know, every part doesn't share. According to the effective working by which every part, everybody say every part. Does it share? Say it again. Say every part. Does it share? Everybody say give. And you will receive. See, which every part doesn't share causes growth to the body for the edifying of itself in love. And this is where you get the Greek word joining it together, harmony. Um, harmony, that's where harmony, that word harmony, I think in the Greek is harmoni or something like that. But that's where you get the word harmony. Where in a harmony, and I'm not, uh, I'm not gonna harmonize, because I can't. But uh, what it is, is you got multiple people singing different parts and they sing it together and it sounds beautiful, right? And so in the kingdom of God, in a family, in a marriage, in relationship that when every part does when every part does their share it creates harmony there's something beautiful when when we give our part and you can't give, you know, you can't have, you know, the, the sopranos singing the tenor part unless they got that range, all right, and all that. But, but when they do their part, it's, it's music. There's something beautiful about, anybody ever heard a beautiful harmony? You're like, whoa, I was YouTubing them last night. I was like, this is amazing. These people know how to harmonize, right? And so, I, I, and, and so there's something about us doing our part. Share means really, that word share means contribution. And so I want to give you the definition of the word share here um, up on the screens. It means, um, share means to this, to outfit all that is needed to accomplish a grand objective. So the, in the kingdom, when it comes to giving, giving is the nature of God in us. So when we give, we are outfitting that which is needed to accomplish a grand objective. Just like harmonizing is, each part doing it together creates music, right? And so in a church, there, in order for music to happen, if you will, God's sound to happen in a city, in a territory, is every part does their share and it creates a harmonious sound in the spirit that there's something heard when people come in here there's something they feel as every part does its share it causes growth that share once again to outfit all that is needed to accomplish a grand objective hallelujah every part doing their share. I'm so thankful that God doesn't require any of us to do more than what he has given us. That as long as we just do our part, you know, I will never uh, be on this platform singing. I, I hope that God changes something in heaven because I would love to be on the choir. 
I would, I really, that would be awesome, right? And, and so it's not going to happen here. Um, it's not my part. Um, you know, I, we were at a little leadership meeting before, and I started to sing a little bit, and, and my wife's like, please stop. Don't do that. Don't do that. But I just felt it in my soul. I'm a worshiper, and so I'm just going to worship with the music all loud, and I'm going to do my worship. But my, that's not my part. That's not my part. Uh, but I do have a part. Amen. And I don't know what your specific part is, but God is calling you to share, to share. Um, uh, my kids have, at their school, they always are sharing things and things with certain letters like H. And I don't know why when he got a little paper bag with an H on it, we can't find anything with an H. Like we're like, what is an H that I can put looking through all his toys? And then we'll find a toy with, like it was L. And we're like, oh, Larry boy, that'll work. Like we're, you know, we're probably that parent that like, dang, they stretched it with this one, right? I think it was L one time. And I was like, dang, L. Like, and I, for, I couldn't find Larry boy or something. And I found like, yeah, Lightning McQueen, L, Lightning McQueen. That'll work, right? Um, anyways, obviously not parents of little children in here. <laughs> They're like, who is that? Um, but, but we do our part. We share. We bring something in the kingdom. That we got to get out of this thing in the kingdom where it's like you got like the, the superhero saint or whatever or, or the so-and-so that's anointed. No, uh, the body is anointed, people. This, uh, this might be an anointing and a grace and a function, but I'm telling you what, the, the five-fold ministry, apostle, prophet, pastor, evangelist, teacher, that that gift is to equip the saints for the work of ministry. Not the ministry, but ministry. That every last one of you in here have something. There's a gift. There's an ability. There's a purpose. And God's calling you to give it, to sow it, to pour it out, to, to build with it, to, to contribute to it regardless of your condition to make a contribution. Somebody say amen. amen. Hallelujah. Here we go. And so in that scripture, here's my second point here, and, and I'm moving on to my last point, but giving connects us and keeps us connected. I notice when, if I give my wife something, I notice she literally like will move closer to me, that it pulls her in a little closer, right? <laughs> Come on over here, girl. I got something for you, right? Uh, so, no, seriously, when there's something about when um, there's something about when we give, how it connects us. And so, you ever notice relationships die when somebody stops giving, right? Maybe you were that one that just didn't. That you just didn't pick up the phone, and eventually, <laughs> um, they stop calling. Hopefully, and then you'd have to call the police on them. But, right? There's something about giving that connects us and doing, and I understand in unhealthy situations, you need to stop giving because you need to close, and the way, and somebody says, it's so hard, I understand the emotional process or whatever, and that you go through, that's a real thing, but I'm telling you right, it's a spiritual principle. You stop giving, and, and they will stop coming, and some things you need to stop giving. You need to, come on now, stop giving it up, and they'll stop coming. And I'm talking about things outside of um, the way God's called that relationship to be, right? And, but, but when we give, giving uh, connects us and keeps us connected. That no relationship, uh, no, no dynamic, even in the kingdom of God, ever thrives without giving and receiving. 
The Bible says the kingdom is like a seed. So in that, 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 the whole concept is sowing and reaping. Every relationship is sowing and reaping. It's not giving and taking. It's, it's sowing and reaping. Amen? Everybody say that when they say giving, giving. connects us and keeps us connected. Here it is. On to my last one. Let's go to Genesis chapter 12, verse 2. You guys getting something out of this this morning? Hallelujah. Giving. Giving. This is one of the big four. This is a foundation for our life, for anything. If you ever feel like, as you're turning to Genesis chapter 12, if you're ever feeling like, man, I just need a breakthrough. I need, you know, or man, I'm just running into this wall. Many times the key through that next thing is giving. Whether it's your time, your talent, maybe God, maybe it's, it's giving will open that door. Giving is a key in the kingdom of God. My goodness. There's something so powerful about giving. We just, as you're turning to Genesis 12 too, uh, we were talking to our kids last night and we said, we're going to set up a box. We're going to call it the giving box. And you're going to give your, some of your toys away. And, and then Gia was like, can I give away this one? We're like, you can give away any one you want. And hopefully it's not some busted thing with no arm on it. <laughs> Come on, somebody. Somebody's like, oh, I'm going to give her. Oh, sure. It's all broken. I, somebody gave me a car once. Oh, my goodness. Didn't pass smog. Had all kind of thing tickets on it. DMV about to take me away. And I'm like, hold on. I'm going to go sell it to the junkyard take the bus home. Somebody say, that wasn't a I guess it was, 100 bucks. But... but you know what I'm saying? Sometimes we want to give, like we want to give the leftovers, right? Or like, oh yeah, I don't want that no more. Maybe I give that. Now, God and in the kingdom of God, we want to give our best, and whatever that means, right? We don't want to give some something busted. I know our kids, it might be a curve, but Jesus started asking. We're like, girl, don't worry about that now. You need to go to bed. It's getting late. But, um, but we're going to set it up. We're going to be like, hey, there's a given. Who we and my, the way my wife put it was awesome. She said, we're happy. But we want to give to other people so they're happy. And so then when my wife communicated that, like, we want to make other kids happy. And, and my, my daughter always say, why did somebody give this to me? And I'm like, because I love you. And then I'm thinking, maybe I shouldn't say that because then I'm a, she's going to think the only thing I love is getting toys. You know, I was like, whoa, did I, I don't want to mess up. I don't want to give her like false doctrine. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but. But she'll ask, like, why'd they give this to me? And she'll ask, who gave this to me? I'm like, girl, I don't know. Was that me? I don't, I'll just take credit for it. No. Uh, <laughs> but, but we're teaching them that we want to make other people happy. This isn't about us. They got way too many toys. It's ridiculous. All about, it's, it's, a no, it's like, I just want to, I want to give them away just for my own peace of mind. Just get less toys in the house. Anyway, that's my problem. Uh, but everybody, everybody say giving. giving. All right, here we go. Genesis 12, 2. Um, I will make you a great nation. God's talking to Abram here. Gave him a word. He said, get out of your country. Get out of what's comfortable. Get into something foreign. Get into something strange. Go to a multi-generational, multi-ethnic church on uh, 1516 East 1st Street. Somebody say, yes, Lord. Say, here I am, Lord. Send me. Come on, tell them. All right. All uh, right. I will, he had to do all that first. And then he's like, then I'm going to make you a great nation. Uh, I will bless you. You got to step on out. You got to step on out. You got to step on out and make your name great. Why? And you shall be a blessing. And you shall be a blessing. God never blesses without the intention of somebody else getting blessed through you. It is in the nature of God 
It is the very nature of God. When God breathed into Adam, he gave of himself. He wasn't breathing air into him. That was God himself. And Adam said, that's how it happened. And, and make your name great. And you shall be a blessing. God's going to bless you. God wants to bless you. Make your name great. Have you do something great. Get the attention of your family and friends. Get the attention of people you were running with. Get the attention of the neighborhood. God wants to put you out on front street. He wants to say, look at my girl. Look at my son. Make your name great. Be like, man, what's up with you? What happened to you? What, what, man, you got it going on. Sure do. But I'm here to be a blessing. That it's not, God, if God, God doesn't want to just get it to me, he wants it to go through me. Come on, somebody. All right? And so, so here, here is my last point. The, the giver in me wants to give through me. The giver in me wants to give through me. What, what God does for us, he expects us to do for others. What God does for us, he empowers us to do for others. What God has done in me, he expects somebody else to be blessed for it. If I get food, everybody eats. In my sphere of authority, within my, you know, everybody eats. Um, I was listening. I'm going to share one more scripture, Isaiah 40, verse 29. Now I just want to share this story, Isaiah 40, verse 29. I, I listen to a lot of leadership content because I just like to grow as a leader. I like, I like to learn that stuff um, because I got a lot to learn, so I spend a lot of time trying to learn. Um, and one, uh, this particular leader I listen to a lot, his leadership content is really good, um, Andy Stanley. And he was saying that, and his staff is probably like paid staff at his church is like, something like 500 people <laughs> it's like wow it's a pretty big organization so uh it's in atlanta but he, he, they rolled up to like this staff gathering this is just paid staff at his church and it was like this huge kind of family was there all the family it was like a like a fun day and there was all hundreds of cars and they were walking up to it and uh they were walking up and, and, and one of his staff members that it was with him, been with him since the beginning said, wow, what a blessing. Look at all these families and people that God has put into our trust. And, and Andy was like, yeah, um, that's a whole lot of car payments. And so, and so what he was saying was, I feel the weight of giving, to the, of carrying the responsibility, making sure these families are good. And so I thought it was really interesting. I was just, he was just talking about leadership stuff, but we, he has been blessed to be a blessing. That as a leader, anybody within where I'm leading in this community, if, if I'm the only one getting blessed, that's a problem. You know what I'm saying? And, and I believe that that true leadership is, is, is giving. That's what leadership is. Husbands, we ought to be the best givers in our homes. We're the giver. We give first. We sacrifice first. That's, that, that, that's leadership. Leadership is giving. Leadership isn't taking. Leadership isn't, isn't, leadership isn't, hey, you do this for me, you do this for me. No, that's not leadership. That's that's, that's called dictatorship. 
Leadership is servant and is giving. And so here we go. Isaiah 40, verse 29. I want to close with this. Isaiah 40, verse 29. He, this is God now. It's in his nature. He gives power to the weak. And to those who have no might, he increases strength. This is the God that you serve. That you're going to come to him. He's going to give you joy. He's going to give you peace. He's going to give you love. He's going to give you forgiveness. He's going to give you hope. He's going to give you breakthrough. He's going to provide for you. Our God is a giver. He's going to give you strength. He's going to give you deliverance. He's going to give you salvation. He's going to give you the blood of Jesus. He's going to give you the Holy Spirit. Like Jesus, the Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave. And then he said, look, it's better for me that I go. So when I go, I can send and give you the Holy Spirit. I mean, in the whole nature of your heavenly loving father, he is all about giving. He is a giver. He's a blesser. He anoints you. He blesses you. He gives. And, and some of you came in here, you maybe felt a little weak. Maybe you felt, you know, and I, I just really want to share this scripture last because I feel like that's what God wants to do right now. He wants to give power to the weak. He wants to, he wants to, to those who have no might, you came in maybe a little down. He wants to increase your strength. The joy of the Lord is your strength. He wants to give you some peace. Come up in here, get in the presence of God. Let him give to you. Worship is all about us worshiping him, but I tell you, in that context, God's like, I'm here to give. I'm about to load. I'm about to lay something on you. I'm about to put the blessing of God on you. I'm about to put forgiveness up on you. You know, about to, about to give you everything you need for life and godliness. The Bible says through the knowledge of him, he has called you by his own glory and goodness. Somebody say that when we say God is a giver. And I receive everything he has for me. Hallelujah. Let's stand to our feet. Thank you for listening to the Sanctuary LA podcast. Tune in again next week and stay awesome and be blessed.